This is your wake-up call. The Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning, and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. We in the mother... We in the... Yo 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 Angelis Al Charlemagne was popping. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yeah, Angelis out in Bahamas. Angelis in the Bahamas. She went to the Buju Bantan concert. right? Yeah, when Stella got her groove back on, her girls went out there. I heard that was going to check out Buju. I heard that was the longest concert ever because you know Lil Duval performed on that show. He opened up. They said Kodak Black performed as well. So it was four acts, but they said the show ended at five o'clock in the morning. Really? Duval said he went on at eight thirty. Then Kodak went on at two in the morning. No, Buju went on at two, and then Kodak went on at four in the morning. Really? The show didn't end until like five thirty in the morning. Goodness gracious. They said, they said uh, the people well, from the Bahamas didn't even start getting there till midnight. Well, that's the Caribbean for you. That's the the, the West Indies. They I mean, usually God, start a lot they, later. Yeah, but yeah, but that's the, you, you're taking advantage of your whole stereotype of Caribbeans by being that late. Goodness gracious. All right, my God. Well, shout to the um the troops in Bahrain. I was in uh, Bahrain for the troops uh, Friday. So it's like a, a big weekend for them. It's a, a F1 weekend where they have the F1 races and... It's just it's just dope, you know. That all the troops came out. They usually don't get too many artists or too many, you know. I would say anybody from the United States there, so they all party. They got to be out by twelve o'clock. So at eleven fifty-five, you start seeing all the troops. They got to head back to barracks. They got to head back to their cribs because they, they they have to be back in their housing by one o'clock. So, but it was a good time. So shout out to all the troops. They listen every morning. So on the Armed Forces Network, mm-hmm. Breakfast Club is uh, syndicated on the Armed Forces Network. That's one hundred and fifty countries. So Correct. The Armed Forces Network. So good morning to you guys. And after that, I did my seminar out in Miami. Shout everybody that was in Miami, you know, I do the real estate seminar where I try to teach our community about real estate. It was, uh, it was, it wasn't um, as big as a lot of the other venues. We still had over 600 people there, close to 700. But the power went out in Miami, mm. so it was just. Uh, but people didn't leave, man. They didn't leave. They we, we we talked about real estate in the dark, and people stayed the whole time. So shout out to everybody that came out to our seminar in Miami. And then on my way back, I got the, the oh, sad I, news. I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm. I'm in. I'm sitting here thinking this morning. I'm like, you know what? We're talking about it, and like not talking about it is not going to make it not at all. Not be true, not at all. I don't even believe we're saying this on a Monday morning. Yeah, we got to say April first. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. That don't even sound right. It don't sound right. It didn't sound right yesterday when I heard it. Mm-hmm. It definitely don't sound sound right this morning. Yeah, not, that, not Nipsey. But. Rest in peace, Nipsey. A, a real good brother. He Man, died at the age of thirty three. Um, I know a lot of people like to say things like that when people pass away, like, oh, he was a good brother. Now, Nipsey was a really, really solid individual, not even just as a a, a rapper, but as a man, right. first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, he, we, we, we used to share books with each other together. Like, he's he's a very solid brother. It's always about, you know, uh, uh, healing with him and, you know, just becoming a, a better individual mm-hmm. every day and helping himself to help his community, like, not Nipsey, man. Y'all not supposed to take Nipsey out, bro. Yeah, and like I said, he's, he's a good dude. I know him for a long time. I know him when he had, before he was the Nipsey hustler that everybody knew and people uh, weren't necessarily sure if he could rap and, you know, he was toying with Def Jam at the time when he was going to sign a Def Jam and then he was signed to Def Jam and then Jermaine Dupri and 
and us kind of got him out that situation so he could keep his masters. And he's a very smart businessman. You know, it's it's just very, very, very sad they took Nipsey away. Not, not, not Nipsey, man. And please, stop with all these dumbass conspiracy theories about they killed him over CB. some Dr. CB Dr. documentary. CB, yeah. Dr. No, that that is not the situation. That is not the case whatsoever. This is another, another classic example of street nonsense. Yeah, people That's all just, this just go with anything. So, you know, we had the pleasure of interviewing Nipsey uh, last year. Was I mean, last we, year? we interviewed Nipsey a few times. But the last one was last, last year. Last one right? was last year after Victory Lap came Victory out. Victory Lap came yeah, out. So Victory gonna, Lap came out. We're going to get that on this morning, man. That was a very good interview. It was a very good People interview. People asked me what were some of my favorite interviews last year. That was always at the top of my list. And, you know, Victory Lap was my favorite rap album of last year. So that was a great conversation. Right. All right. Well, but, nah. Right. I can't even believe we're sitting here saying rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle on a Monday morning to, sens- to senseless gun violence. All right. Front page news. We'll give you more details. We'll tell you all we know about it. And uh, we got more. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Me, I know from experience, hiring is challenging. But fortunately, there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. It's been so challenging because we own a business, Juices for Life in Brooklyn. And the turnover rate, I mean, there's a lot of people there. It's their first job or they're doing this as they're going to school at the same time. So people's circumstances change all the time. We're always having to hire new people and anybody that gets hired has to have a food handler's license. So that also narrows down the playing field. Fortunately, with ZipRecruiter, we are able to find qualified candidates. It doesn't take too long, and we don't have to worry about applicants who don't have that license. ZipRecruiter makes it so easy. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-R-E-A-K-F-A-S-T. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, let's get in some front page news. Now, if you watch college basketball, the NCAA Final Four is here. Michigan State versus uh, Texas Tech and Virginia versus Auburn. Now, uh, Duke. Everybody thought Duke would might have go take it all away, but no, they lost to Michigan State 68-67. Yeah, I could I, I thought Michigan State was gonna beat Duke. Only reason I thought Michigan State was gonna beat Duke is because Duke has had some very, very close games in the tournament thus far. Mm-hmm. So they look ready, but just not that quite ready. You right. know, and, and and I do think uh, you know, Michigan State is gonna win the whole thing. I, I I figured like whoever won between Michigan State and Duke was gonna win the whole thing. So I think Michigan State's gonna win the whole thing. Now some sad news. We gotta say rest in peace if you just joined us. We're saying rest in peace again to Nipsey Hussle. He died at the age of 33. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he was at his store. He has a store called Marathon in L.A. And three people. Somebody came up to him and shot. Three people were shot. Uh, one died and it was Nipsey Hussle. Three were rushed to the hospital. Um, they just say the suspect is a black male in his 20s. They said he fled on foot, and there was a driver waiting for him. They believe the driver was a female. Oh, yeah. The streets already know exactly who it was, how it went down. So, you know, that young man, he might as well just go turn himself into the police unless he just wanted to die on the street because it's going to happen. Now, the last thing, inevitable. Nip- last thing Nipsey Hussle tweeted was, uh, having strong enemies is a blessing. <sighs> I don't know, man. This is one of them that's very, very hard to process. Because Nipsey Hussle was a very solid individual who was, very putting good out, who was putting out nothing, nothing but positive energy. I mean, when I say nothing but positive energy, nothing but positive energy. You know, he was investing into his community. He was investing into himself as a human being. He loved his girl. He loved his family. I I don't know, bro. And, and, like, y'all ain't supposed to take Nipsey out. And all, and all you individuals that, that were posting the videos of Nipsey while he was uh, laying on the floor and, and blood was coming from, like, 
There's no reason to tape you're that you're type only, of stuff. You're only doing man. that for yourself. There's like, no reason to like, tape that like, type yeah, of stuff. But not, not only tape it, there's no reason to repost it. You're only reposting that for your likes and for your retweets and for your comments. And you know what else I hate? What's that? All you people out there that be saying things like, you know, pray for pray for such and such when bad things happen. I hope y'all actually pray before y'all post that. I mm. hope y'all don't post that and then don't put the prayer behind it because prayer really does change things. So if you're just posting the prayer and not actually praying, it's pointless. Mm. I just rest in peace to Nipsey. Definitely Hussle, rest in I, peace and condolences to his family. This is one of my. This is one of those ones I just don't understand. I mean, I understand yeah. because the streets is just ignorant as hell. But oh no! Damn. All right. Well, we're gonna get on to Nipsey Hustle next hour. Uh, when when he was here last year, he was talking about his album Victory Lap. So How many we, times we interviewed Nipsey over during the Breath Club? Mm, I, said I can't three. remember two or three. Was about three times. I said about three. First time was early, early like twenty twelve. Right. Maybe 2011, 2011, 2012. Then there was that, um, no, he called you when, when when you said something a little left, he called you and checked you. I was, why are you bringing that up? I, mean, I just remember. <laughs> I, 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 I think remember. we do bring that up in the interview. Yeah, though. I think that was that up here or? No, that was on Twitter. That was on Twitter. Yeah, that you, was yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, so oh my God, we're going to get that back on. All right, so don't move. Get it off your chest is next. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a horrible weekend or maybe you just want to spread some positivity. Hit us up right now. The number again is 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Maisha. How are you? Hey, Maisha, good Maisha, how are you? I'm well. Oh, I love you. I love you more, Maisha. I love all y'all, though. DJ Envy, we're going to see you in Atlanta, too, at your uh, real estate class. Okay, I can't wait to see you. Hey, what's up? Hey. You're in the Bahamas. Le- oh, uh-huh. Okay. What's up, though, mama? Yeah, I got to get some stuff off my chest. What's up? So, me and my sister got a letter from Social Security office to get another year saying that there was an overpayment for our Social Security benefits when we were minors and that we needed to pay it back. So, we go up there, we fill out a waiver to get the money waived because obviously we were kids, so we shouldn't have to pay that back. And apparently, I found out this week that Social Security office never even entered in any of my paperwork, never even started the process. And then I found out uh, Saturday night that it was taken out of my taxes. So Damn. I, I just lost $1,600. So you thought that money was coming, you was ready to spend it, and then gone. I mean, that's, that's crazy. And then the crazy part is my guardians also went and got two credit cards in my name when I was 18. So they just... So your credit's messed up. They just out here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's just crazy. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, mama. 16 years ago. I'm sorry. Y'all might as well talk that over the loss. Well, I'm sorry, mama. I, I can't. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good morning, well, though. I older now. I can fix my credit now, but it just seems like, damn, it's one thing after another. Well, thank you for calling, mama. Hello, who's this? Hey. Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing, sir? How you doing, sir? Okay, I'm on on the on the radio or what? Yes, you are, man. Get it off your chest. Well, well, I mean, I was I was uh, telling Angela Lee about the uh, guys wearing two foot of hair, and you know they got to struggle with that and heat, this, that, and other. But more importantly than that is, what are these people that are uh, uh, molesting children and having sex these elitists? And these rings they found out about. Where does any of these people? Where does our government going to take any of these people to trial? I have no idea what you're talking. Who are you about? talking about? You talking about the Catholic priest? Well, I mean, you had their Pizza Gate, this one and that one. I mean, and these people are like, uh, 
untouchable, you know? Who are you talking about? Oh man, Hillary was involved with it. Everybody involved. With it. I can't. I don't. I, can't. I don't know I, what you're talking I can't. about. Not this morning. this morning. I can't. I, Jesus I, Christ. I can't. Brandon, what's up, Brandon? Hey, what's going on, Envy? Hey, what's up, man? man? What's up, my brother? Get it off your chest, bro. Man, it's been a rough one, man. I woke up this morning seeing the Nipsey call, man. I've had Nipsey a few times in L.A., man. I've been to Marathon a few times. It was just a rough situation waking up to that right there, man. Yeah, that that, that one hurt, bro. Very that one sad, hurt. That one, that one hit different. Yeah, man, it was, man. Like, it was a good dude, for sure. They did a lot for that community down there, man. It's crazy. Yep, that was not the one they were supposed to take away from here, my brother. Definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not, man. Y'all have a good one, though. You too, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Jamie, good morning. Hey, Andy. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Get it off your chest. I am a wife of a blended family. I had a daughter with a man prior. Now I've remarried someone else. My daughter's 23 years old. I've talked to you guys about her before. And she's serving right now overseas. And I know she's going to hear this on the radio or her podcast. I am so sick of her going back, telling her birth father what goes on in the house with me and her stepdad. Her stepdad has been with her since she was four years old. When she graduated high school, the first thing she told us, I'm grown. What is that supposed to mean? But we're still helping her out. I'm so sick of it. Why you keep and telling her what's going on? If she's overseas, she don't. She shouldn't know what's going on unless no, you no, tell no, her. No, 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 no. She just left to go overseas. Oh. She was in our house. No. Oh. You know? And I just want her to... Her boyfriend told us she totally changed when she comes around her parents. I know she's spoiled. Each one of us have to take ownership to that. But the BS that she shoots out, I'm so sick of it. Well, life and is Alex, short, Mama. If you're listening, yes, it is. And I'm her mother. I'm not her friend. She talks to me like I'm a piece of crap. No, I and agree. I'm just I, sick I, of I, it. We should have that it. conversation with her. I mean, life is short. And she went overseas in the military. You never know what's promised for tomorrow. So you should call her up, talk about it, and, and, and work it out. Yeah, and you got to remember, you her mother, so you know better than she does. So you That's can't true. be all in your feelings the way that she is. Yeah, you guys have a point. Thanks, guys. You have a great morning. I'm sorry about your loss. All right. Thank you, Mama. Trav. What's going on, Andy? What's up, Trav? What's going on, Yee? Hey. You in the Bahamas, bro, bro. Yeah, you in the Bahamas. How you don't know you in the Bahamas? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is in the Bahamas. My bad. I, I definitely should know that. What's going on, Sar? What's up, sis? How you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Listen, man, um, I definitely first want to say rest in peace to, to Nipsey Hussle. And, um... You know what's so crazy? I was actually going to call today anyway, like, even before I saw the news about Nipsey, because I don't know if you guys saw all, like, on the very first day of warm weather that Philadelphia had, the news was talking about everything that happened. What happened? Like, what happened out there? Oh, my goodness, man. They had, they had like, they had, like, um, they had, like six, six different people got shot. Like, two different people got murdered. There was Jeez. a huge fight on South Street. Like, two people got stabbed. There was, like, a whole night of violence on, on Saturday. And gotcha. they were talking about it on the news, man. It was just basically... Man, listen, man, if you live, and one thing that bothers me, if you live, especially if you live in a violent city, man, I mean, I've seen somebody die before, like, in person. Like, you should not be sharing stuff like that on social media, man. Like, I don't know what's wrong with people that they sit there and they would see a dead, like, somebody dying in the street, and they pull their camera out and record it, and then and then people share it on social media. Like, because people want, because, because people stupid. do things for self-serving purposes. They want their likes, they want their retweets, they want to get their comments lit. It don't got nothing to do with sharing the actual information they sharing. 
Like, if anything, you yeah. should be trying to help that man, not recording him. You're absolutely right. So, MV, I want to tell you, man, like, because, like, initially, whole energy was, was you know, building the community up, putting wealth into the, communi- in, into the community. And, MV, I see you doing this all the time, like, with your real estate and, and building up the black community. I understand what people say about you, saying you out of touch because you're rich and all that. But, no, nah, man, F that. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep putting that energy out there, MV, man. All right. Well, thank you. I, I guess thank you. you. You got it, man. All right, hey, have a good one, bro. All right, now. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, when we come back, we got to talk Beyonce, the NAACP Awards. Did you see it? You didn't watch it. Are you damn right I watched the NAACP Awards. Okay. That's the only, one of the only award shows I actually enjoy watching. Okay. I was on a, a flight back from uh, Bahrain and Istanbul, so I didn't get to see it. But we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Whack-ass Monday morning, boy. Yeah. Horrible Monday morning, man. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk the NAACP Awards. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Now, over the weekend was the NAACP Image Awards. Did you see them? I sure did. Watch them on uh on Saturday and no HD. Why TV1 ain't HD? TV1, what's up, man? Seriously, mm. is it just my TV? TV1 don't seem like it's in HD. I don't know. I didn't I didn't and see it. And they got good programming on TV1. I watch Good Times. I watch Uncensored. Mm-hmm. I watch, you know, uh, Sanford and Son when they on TV1. Why y'all ain't in HD? Mm-mm. I don't know. Well, anyway, let's get to the awards. So what, what was, uh, tell us about the awards a little bit. Some, like of the, some of the dope awards. Who won some of the dope awards? Do you know? Uh, Beyonce won Entertainer of the Year, which I, which I knew was going to happen because you're not going to have Beyonce in the building. Okay. And not have Beyonce uh, come on that damn stage. Well, let's, let's hear Beyonce's speech. Regina King, I love you so much. You've taught us patience, persistence, and how to be masterful in your craft. Chadwick Boseman is teaching children to dream and to see themselves as kings. LeBron James has taught us that strength of all forms and leading by example and providing education for our kids. Ryan Coogler tells our stories in a way that celebrates our history and proves that we do have power at the box office. And I'm honored to be included among all of you and to be a part of a vital, thriving, beautiful community. You know why that was dope? Because she used her moment to lift up other people. The other, pe- the other people she named were the people that were against her in that category. And I just thought that was dope because there really are no losers in that category. But when you Beyonce, right, what statue can they give you that's really some type of validation? Like, you're Beyonce already. Right. You're already certified. So validated she, she used her moment to lift up her other people. I thought that was dope. Drop on the clues bombs for Beyonce, damn it. But I am a Pinkett Smith. Winfrey knows Carter, so I'm biased. Now, also, Jay-Z won up the President Award. Can we hear that? Abraham Lincoln had a quote, it's not the amount of years in your life, it's the amount of life in your years that count in the end. And that quote, it embodies my beautiful grandmother, who I would like to dedicate this award to. Her name is Hattie White, her and um, my mother, Glory Carter. I grew up believing I could do anything, that I can accomplish anything because of those strong women in my house. I'd like to dedicate this award to beautiful women in my life. It's Beyonce, just because of the white suit. I'm still confused about that award. Uh, what president? President of the NAACP? I don't know. President Donald Trump? Barack Obama? Like, who? what president? Like, I don't understand what president mm. gave hold that award. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm still confused about that one. Mm, I don't know. And he started it off kind of saluting 
the president, he was making a joke about Donald Trump, and then he said something about Donald Glover. So I'm like, what president? He was confused. I'm still confused. Okay. What president? I don't know. I didn't see it. All right. Now, also, uh, I heard that they uh, told everybody that was presenting, don't do any jokes about Jesse Smollett. Well, Chris Rock didn't listen. They said no Jesse Smollett jokes. Yeah, I know. I know. What a waste of light skin, you know? You know what I could do with that light skin? That curly hair, my career would be out of here. What the hell was he thinking? From now on, I ain't never going to know Jesse. You're Jesse from now on. You don't even get the you no more. That you is respect. So you ain't getting no respect from me. I think that was part of Chris's joke, though, him saying uh, they that, that they told him not enough. to make no jokes. I don't think the NAACP Image Awards cares that much about Jesse Smollett like to say not to make no Jesse jokes. Because Jesse's not exempt from these jokes. That's the kind of comedy I like. Comedy that comes from a real place, goddammit. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, um, also, Kanye West announced that he will be doing Coachella. I know at first they said that he Kanye wasn't doing wasn't Coachella. Kanye wasn't at no NAACP Awards? No, that, well, we finished with that. That was into Oh, NAACP you got a segue? You got to do you gotta I don't do this. This is not what I do. Yeah, I'm like, he's I'm not like, here. I see Kanye no goddamn right. NAACP Segway. Awards. Now, let's talk Kanye West. He announced that he will be performing at Coachella. We'd like to make an announcement that we just booked another show. We will be doing Sunday service, sunrise at Coachella. <laughs> Kanye wants to be Kirk Franklin so bad. Drop on the clues bombs for Kanye Franklin. Nah, that's dope. I love what he's doing. If you don't know, Sunday services every Sunday morning. Uh, he comes out there with a choir and they mm-hmm. play hip hop songs that they make religious mm-hmm. and making the gospel. The best and, best way to make people feel best way to make people forget that you was uh, embracing white supremacy in the MAGA hat is to take it back God. to the black church. Absolutely, take it right back to God. Absolutely. All right. So he's now, gonna be performing at Coachella. What? If you ever see Kanye. Performing at Coachella, doing Sunday service with a MAGA hat on, you got a bomb on him, bro. You know what? what? I'm Bring some tomatoes just in case he tries to do something sporty my, like that. My goodness. Okay. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. We'll give you all the details on Nipsey Hustle. Also, the final four. All right. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, let's get in some front page news. Now the Final Four, if you watch NCAA basketball. Our Final Four is left to Michigan State versus Texas Tech and Virginia versus Auburn. Now, people were kind of surprised that Duke lost to Michigan State. They lost 68-67. to Nah, I kind of saw that coming. Michigan State is a great team. I actually feel like the winner of the Duke-Michigan State game is going to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would put my money on Michigan State to win the Final Four at this point. Right. And we got to say, and this is so horrible to say, man, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. He passed away at the age of 33. He was shot in L.A. He was in front of his marathon store. Um, they said, uh, and I guess the assailant came up to him and fired a bunch of shots. Three people were hit, and he died. You know, three. You know, all three were rushed to the hospital. He was the only one that passed away. So we just want to say rest in peace and send our condolences to his family. There was a picture, if, if you've seen it, he was just taking a picture with a, a young girl right beforehand. So it was just very, very sad, man. Rest in peace. It, it, he was a, a great brother. A great brother Good is an guy. understatement. You know what I'm saying? Nipsey was all about building. He was all about, you know, being the best version of himself. He was all about investing back into his community. You know what I mean? Like, he was all about just just, just being uh, healthy on all levels. Mentally, right. physically, spiritually, emotionally. Like, Nipsey was a really, really good dude, man. And I really wish y'all would stop saying he got killed because of uh, a Dr. CB documentary that he was working on, okay? Mm-hmm. I really wish you all would stop saying that nonsense, and his family and friends wish you would stop saying that, okay? 
You know, Nipsey didn't get killed because of a Dr. CB documentary. Nipsey got killed because of a dumbass individual. Nipsey got killed for the same reasons. Tens of thousands of brothers get killed every day, and that reason is absolutely nothing. Nothing Some at BS all. BS street nonsense. And best believe the streets already know who did it. So, you know, young man, you can either turn yourself in uh, or, or get killed in the street. Either way, it's not going to end good for you. Mm-mm-mm. All right, and the last tweet you put out, uh, which was, uh, I believe, an hour beforehand or uh, beforehand, Having strong enemies is a blessing, and, and that was the last tweet he put out before the incident. So, and I want to ask y'all, peace again. I, I, I want to ask y'all a question too. Mm-hmm. Everybody that goes around spreading these conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. the government will go out of its way. The government will go out. You think the government will go out of its way to kill Nipsey Hussle for making a documentary on Dr. CB? Couldn't that same government wipe away all information on Dr. CB off the internet? Couldn't that same government take out Dr. CB's family? Like, come on, man, stop with the nonsense. Hey, look, I don't right? understand it. Nipsey got killed over some BS street nonsense. He got killed for nothing. Nothing all right? at all. Absolutely, positively, nothing by 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 a, a sucker ass individual. But that's you know that and that's that's the crazy thing. You know, a lot of these killings that are happening are, are people that look like like each other. You know, they're all black. They all they they're all from the same same area, same hood, same everything. Why well, kill our own for what? Exactly. You don't you don't first of all you don't just, for what you don't just walk up on Nipsey like that in 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 that area in front of his store. That just doesn't happen. Okay, that's how you know it was somebody. From around that, from around that way, didn't rob him. Like stop. Like it, it, it's uh, for what? Took that man's life for what? That man has two kids, girlfriend, fiance. Over what? Family. Over what? Feeds the hood, supplies and 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 protects and and continues to push people to rebuild and to to the, build to buy real estate and to yeah. entrepreneurship and all that. Why? The hood. The hood far too Why? often cuts his nose off despite his face. Like, you taking out people who could be lifelines for the community. You know what I'm saying? You wonder why people make it and then they stay away from the hood. You got a brother who made it, you know, and immediately took his money and put it right back into his community, you know? Like, it's a lot lot of things Nipsey had planned for that area that people may not even realize. I'm talking about from low-income housing to, you know, teaching people how to do tech, all kind of stuff, man. And y'all just took him out for what? For what? All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to uh, replay our interview with Nipsey Hussle. He stopped through last year. We got a chance to right talk to him about everything. Uh, his uh, album, Victory Lap, came out. Yeah, right after Victory Lap dropped. So we're going to talk to him. We're going to play that. So uh, don't move. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, again, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Um, I can't even believe we're really saying that on a Monday morning, man. It's like it's a lot of things... You know, you don't expect to say that definitely is one of them. Right. Now, um, he was shot and murdered over the weekend, and he stopped by here last February. February, yes. It, uh, Victory Lap came out last year, February. You know, Victory Lap was my favorite rap album in 2018. I think the, I think he came here on, like, the 20th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, February 20th. 20th 21st, one of them. Mm-hmm. We aired it on the 21st. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to get that back on. We talk about so much of that interview. So that was a great interview, man. It was like an hour long, and we covered a lot of ground in that interview. You know. Well, let's get into it now. What up? What up? What up? What's Nip, up, what's up, my brother? What's the deal, bro? Now I don't know nothing about LA politics, but are you allowed to wear that much red? I can do what I want, man. Plus, <laughs> this my this my brand, so okay. you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah, I like how red look with gold. You know what I mean? Do people trip like that with the colors you wear, or, or? it depends? Like again, I'm everybody know who I am, as far as where I belong, so, you know, I be seeing, like, internet uh, comments sometimes when I be flamed up, but in L.A., you know what I mean? We grew up, if you was a real one, you could wear what you want. That don't really apply, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Uh, is, is it still heavy like that though? I mean, it's it's like if I'm in somebody else's hood with a gang of red on, and I'm I'm not a known face, and I'm in a crib hood, yeah, it'll probably I probably get addressed. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I had that problem. They be like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Well, now, we congratulations seen... on the album. I got finally, man. Yeah, finally, finally, victory lap. <laughs> yeah, victory lap in stores. Go grab that, stream that, all that. You don't even seem fair. Victory lap, man. I, I had to. It took too long, right? You had a lot to prove on that. Yeah, album. I did. <laughs> Let's talk about it now. The album is dope, first and foremost. Thank you. I love the album. Um, Thank you. I hear a lot that you don't like weirdo rappers. Well, I, I think you talking about the line when I was like, this ain't this weirdo rap you is mm -hmm. used to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, um, I felt pressure a little bit from where the game is at. And there ain't no diss to nobody specific. Just like, mm -hmm. it ain't in the direction of what we grew up on in terms of like, you got to say something. You know what I mean? You got to be a man of respect or a woman of respect. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even from, like, just the drug stuff. Like, you know, that was never glorified in, in, in rap culture. We could almost, like, live by Scarface or Jay-Z or Tupac lyrics. If we ain't had no principles, like a, a man around, we could live by their lyrics and come out as a solid individual. So that's what I meant, just as far as, like, you know, just returning to that direction. I don't know, like, telling people what to do, but just, you know, try to represent the principles that, that I grew up on in rap music. That, that, that's one thing I like about your music. It always has socially redeeming value to it. And on, on dedication, you know, Kendrick said that his man L said, do a song with Nip. He a better crip. But Kendrick said he a man first. Yeah. You know, you hear what he speaks about from black businesses yeah, to false yeah. imprisonments. And he said, listen, close is bigger than deuces and four. So is that a challenge for you to get people to see you for more than a stereotypical West Coast gangster rapper? I mean, people people receive me based on what I said, so I I wouldn't I wouldn't blame people for that. I came in and said, "This is where I'm from, and this mm -hmm. is what I represent." Mm -hmm. But it was for a reason. I wanted I wanted to establish, you know, what I belong to, and I looked at it like jail. That's what I used to tell my homies because even some of my homeboys would be like, "Bro, you can't come out talking about the hood," and specifically, you know what I mean? When you walk into a dorm, the first thing you establish is where you from. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you get into the, the person behind this, just in case whoever got a problem with this, wherever your enemies is, you go to the back, you handle your business, and then you get into like, okay, I could actually f with you. you, you know what I mean? We get to know each other, but you get that out the way first. And so, um, also I wanted to, I wanted my message to impact gang culture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I wanted what I had to say to impact individuals like myself, young people, I was in these areas that I was controlled by gangbanging. I didn't want to preach to the choir, but I wanted to be able to say, you know, uh, I'm one of you, and where I'm going to go, wherever I end up, you're going you're gonna to know that you can end up there too, whether it's at the top of the game or in a successful situation as a business owner. I came from this, and it's, it's authentic, and I'm not on the outside of this culture. That's why I came in like I came in. I wasn't trying to, like, be on no super tough guy. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to be clear that, you know, wherever I take it, I'm not. I'm not different. I'm. I'm exactly the same. I've been through everything you've been through, or you're gonna go through as a somebody in that culture. What that, is a What is a better crip? What does that mean? I don't know, cause I ain't said. But okay. what I would assume Kendrick meant was that um, somebody that is not 100% biased or outside of communicating with a blood or somebody from the other gotcha. side of the mm -hmm. tracks. Maybe that's what he meant. That's what I took it as. You know. But I, we had to ask Kendrick his, his his take on what he meant by that. You talk about West Coast infrastructure. It was a period when you needed a Dr. Dre co-sign to get out of the West. Why, why do you think that changed? Dre, man, he built, um, uh, I call it an island. 
Mm-hmm. If you look at music, it's like three or four islands in in rap music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of the, a lot of the things that you might not know, well, y'all know, but that the f- people might not know are connected to these islands. They connected. You mm-hmm. got to like Jimmy Iovine, Dr. Dre Island, which you got to list all the artists. Tupac came under that. Mm-hmm. Dre, Snoop, Game, um, Kendrick. Well, yeah, Kendrick is a part of the top dog thing as well, but mm-hmm. it connects. You know what I'm saying? And so then you got like the Lior. Def Jam Island and that, not Island Records, I'm just saying Island. Yeah, yeah, Island. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and uh, Rough Riders, Murder Inc., Rockefeller. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, Kanye and all the artists that came out to Ye uh, fall under that. And then you got um, whatever happened on Sony, you know what I mean? And so it was one of them three options right. for an artist, and, unless you, you wanted to go what I call just taking the stairs and, mm-hmm. and figuring out how to, how to get into one of those situations as your own thing. Top Dog did it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Top Dog created his own thing. Yeah. And so that was my goal to build an island myself. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. saw what, even like Jay, they got Rock Nation, that's an island. Right, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's its own thing. Even though it came from them being an artist connected to another situation, they have turned that into its own operation. What kind of conversations did you and Diddy have? Cause you and Diddy yeah. formed a relationship, I assume through Lauren London and Cassie. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Bug threw me the alley oop, you know. <laughs> oh, you hooked you up with Lauren? No, I'm saying yeah. Lauren. Lauren introduced me to Puff. Oh, got you. Got I mean, you. I knew Puff, but it was it was more of a personal relationship. After you know, mm-hmm. uh, we was at like Cassie's birthday, and stuff. something like that. You well, know, what made you want to get an old nigga like Diddy and put him on Young? <laughs> that's, that's crazy. <laughs> nah, but Diddy Diddy chose Young. I tried to get him more rap mm-hmm. because oh, okay. I was I was referencing the Hate Me Now video mm-hmm. and what 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 his his presence on that record with Nas brought right. to it. I'm like, look, this this the record, this rap, I want you to get on this, put the mink on, get in the video, we gonna make a movie. And he was like, um, he told me the whole story behind that. He like, bro, I bust a $40 million check a week before I did that movie. So I went, I mean, that video. Wow. So he like, that's that's the energy you saw in that video. Wow. Like, I went and spent all this dough on a chain and we got tigers. He like, cause I got the <laughs> biggest check of my life, yeah. So he like, we probably ain't gonna be able to recreate that energy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But. You know, um, when I played the rest of the songs for him, he heard Young and he chose that record. Really? Yeah, so, you know, he just went in the booth and then started, you take know. Take that, take that. Yeah, start gassing, <laughs> right. you know. But even still, like, rap, he gave me some real production advice on that record. When I played it for him, it was different than what y'all heard. He said it wasn't loud enough. Right? Yeah, and he was like, listen, bro, he pulled up Natural Born Killers by Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. Mm. He's like, this what you going for. This is what y'all trying to do on this record. Maximize it. Make it sound like this. And we went back in the studio, and I played it for my producers, and then we turned it up and added a synth lead all the way through so it sound more like West Coast violent. You know what I mean? And I, I felt what he said after the fact. I was a little set, like, what you mean? This banging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but after I reapproached it, it, it was room to make the record better. All right, well, that was part one of our interview with Nipsey Hussle. Again, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. If you're just joining us, we're re-airing uh, when Nipsey Hussle stopped through. When we come back, we'll get into part two of our interview. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. If you just join us, we're going to re-air our interview with Nipsey Hussle. This is part two. Charlamagne? You said with Hard Knock Life on now. Yeah, yeah. Did you have to clear? Who did you have to clear that with? Jay Z. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. You know what's crazy about that record? I thought you played the keys over just enough where uh, you had to clear. Nah, that's listen. a hustle hard motivation record. Yeah, hustle and motivation. Mm-hmm. Motivate, yeah. Yeah. So when Jay Z got Annie to clear the record, I guess when he paid him, he said, "Y'all gotta let every other rap artist after me use this." Wow. Really? Yeah. 
So that was his that was his deal with 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 uh whoever the producers and writers. That's interesting. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Yeah, so we benefited off his negotiation in 1998. Wow. We just, we just had to get Jay-Z to clear cuz when he cleared it with the owners of the copyright, he made it to where any hip hop artist after him could use the record. Jay did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So everybody, every hip-hop artist got to clear with Jay first. Well, they, they, they just need, excuse me, they just need the Jay-Z clearance. Any clearance is good, as long as they're a hip-hop artist. Jay's always showed you love, wow. though. Didn't he buy, like, a thousand copies of your Crenshaw album? What, what he, album was a thousand dollars? He bought a hundred copies, copies, copies of Crenshaw that was a hundred dollars. hundred dollars, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And now you didn't even know him back then, eh? Nah, I mean, you know, I met Jay in L.A. years ago at a concert. I was just backstage, and I, you know, I... Ran up to I ain't run up to him. I'm just like, what's up? I'm Nip. You know what I mean? I'm from L.A., bro. I'm from Rolling 60s. He actually bought a lowrider. The story is, I ain't never asked him, but he bought a lowrider from one of my homeboys, Money Mike. Mm -hmm. That's in the Maya video. Best the, of me. The baby blue one, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? He bought that from one of my homeboys, one of my G homies from L.A. That was the old school hustler. That was mm -hmm. really his, huh? Yeah, that was his. He bought that. I'm tired of that being so real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's confirmed. You know what I mean? Wow. Mm -hmm. So I just was like, yeah, I'm, I'm Nip. I'm from Rolling 60s. He like, nah, I know. And, you know, this was years before the, the Crenshaw thing. He like, you know, y'all doing your thing. Keep keep going. So that was the only combo we ever had until the Crenshaw thing. But, um, yeah, Jake been a hundred, man. So, you know Let's what I mean? Go. A lot of love. Now, Blue Laces 2, mm -hmm. one of my favorite records on the album. You make a spook who sat by the door reference. You know about that, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I read yeah. that book. But I don't, I don't think you a spook who sat by the door. I think your intentions are pretty clear. <laughs> well, now I would say so. But even to the, to the point we made earlier, mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons I was so vocal about where I was coming from and, and what I represented because right. I, I, knew, I knew who I wanted to mobilize. You know what I mean? And uh, for anybody that ain't seen that book, I mean, seen that movie or read the book, it's about a gang member from Chicago who, uh, you know, um, presented himself in a way. He never caught no cases. He, was, he, was, he had a clean-cut look, and he infiltrated the CIA. Yep. And he became educated and became... And basically, he used their agenda, which was to have a token... In the CIA for political reasons, you know we gonna speak right. blunt. Mm -hmm. um, he used it against them, and I think that in terms of hip hop, you think of the message that they embrace. I, I feel parallel with like you know what I mean. The 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 power structure. I don't mean the culture of hip hop, but the power structure of music. They got prescribed personas they expect from us. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like the way he used their intention against them was was one of my underlying. Strategies, you yeah, know. You got, you got to put the medicine in the candy. 100%. And what's interesting about that book? All his people used to call him my Uncle Tom and a coon. You know what I'm saying? Sellout. Yeah. But he was there working for them the whole time. Yeah, and, and he and he. I don't want to go blow nothing up like he did in the movie. You know what I mean? But just in terms of being able to mobilize his homies to a to a higher cause, you know. There's a lot of little jewels that you're saying, and that's what I like. Like I said, the medicine really is in the candy, because even when you drop a ball like about Dr. Sebi. Yeah. Like just that one thing, they killed Dr. Sebi, will make somebody go research who Dr. Sebi is. 100%. Dr. Sebi. Dr. Sebi. I thought it was yeah. Sebi. That's Sebi. Sebi. Sebi, my bad. I said it wrong. You said Sebi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a LA nigga, man. Too. My lingo a little different. Have you met right? Dr. Sebi? I never met him. I met his wife, and I, I take his products for sure. Why, why you think he they had, killed him? Why do they kill all holistic doctors? Messing up the medical industry. You short stopping that grind. Why do get killed for hustling in front of a spot? You short stopping the grind. And these, they check is billions. You got that get flipped for a couple hundred thousand. So you playing with some pharmaceutical money, you know. And what's crazy, I'm, I'm working on doing a documentary on the trial in 1985 when Dr. Sebi went to trial against New York. Right. 
because he he put in the newspaper he cured AIDS. Yeah. Did he did he did he, he beat the he case? And he case. went to federal court the next day and beat that case yeah. on record. Yep. And nobody talk about it. We're still talking to Nipsey Hussle. He's in the building right now. Now what happened with Reebok and and, and were, were you signed to Reebok? Did the Reebok do the release that you were there? Nah, I did I did an endorsement with Puma right recently. Um. I don't want to go too deep into that because I had to check your footwear when you said it. I was like, yeah, we yeah, got him on. Come on, man. Okay, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't uh, <laughs> faking. Mm -hmm. Nah, but I don't want to go f too far in the details with the with the other thing because it's something that we're going to pursue. But, um, you know, it wasn't authorized. Mm -hmm. It wasn't authorized. And they, they put all money in on the shoe. They put Rich Rollin on the shoe. I don't even... That's that's some gang. You don't put Rich Rollin on no shoe. You know, you got to pay thousands of people. It's doing life in jail that you know what I mean fall under that structure so you gotta be careful with that you know yeah. even, I don't I'm not even taking a check for nothing to say rich rolling mm -hmm. I would have told him I'd have told the designers no bro stay clear of that you can't copyright that's like putting crip on a shoe or something who you gonna pay and that causes problems for you because like oh you got paid off you know what I'm saying? Yeah. and not even outside of that because if, if if I was right I would I would stand on being right that's not right Mm -hmm. I'm not the I'm not the beneficiary of that. You can't just pay me and think that. And they, by the way, they didn't pay me. But you can't just pay me and think that. Oh, we we paid Nip and he I speak for the nah, bro. It's, it's that, the past, right? They got, got hundred years. You know what I'm saying? What I look like taking a a check? I can't do that. Hmm. Now, now grinding all my life, you tell a story where somebody got stomped out, and you say 50 and Mayweather bounced with y'all in Vegas. What was yeah. that? <laughs> that was a long time ago, man. At a club, me and YG was performing at in Vegas called Strip Hop, and mm -hmm. uh. You know, somebody, a melee broke out, and, uh, you know, it ain't going their favor. The, the niggas that started it, mm -hmm. and uh, just so happened 50 and, and, and Mayweather was in the club. You know, they had all the cars, and shit. they was really just coming to show love. And, uh, you know, it, it made the news. It was a big old thing, but tried to rob us. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, somebody was waiting outside of my section. It was all girls coming into the section to take pictures. And, you know, you be in the section, your chain hang. You right. be standing on the couch. Mm -hmm. And, you know, somebody was like, where you from? One of the, I'm thinking you're a fan. I'm like, huh, you at my concert. You don't know where I'm from. I'm from L.A., bro. He's like, no, where you from? And I frowned. I guess my homeboy seen me frowning, dope finger. And then it just, a, 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 big old, a big old melee broke out. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that's what that was about. It's I, on YouTube. The, the the news footage is on YouTube. Right. But why 50 and Mayweather had to bounce with y'all? Like, they needed, they needed to get out the club? Or? Well, you that was probably it, taken out of context. Oh, gotcha. They left the same time. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Floyd was there with 20, 30 security, and 50 was there with, with 50, 30 people. So I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. That was good money. I, mm -hmm. I, don't, I wasn't saying, like, they needed our help. It's just, like, you know, a uh, little fact. They was in the building, and, you know, they got footage of Floyd on, on the internet arguing with the police mm. in the front of the club. You know, I just, I be trying to revolve around real that took place. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Right. Just to go back to the Dr. Sebi thing real quick. What makes you want to do a CB. documentary? Doc, okay. CB. Get it right, man. What makes you want to do a documentary about Dr. Sebi? I think the story is important. I think mm -hmm. it's a powerful narrative. It is. You know what I mean? And I think if, imagine this. Anybody in this room, if I could say, hey, somebody cured AIDS, y'all be like, yeah, right. And then I could show you an example of him going to trial and proving in a court to a jury that he cured AIDS. Y'all be interested in that. Absolutely. And y'all would look into the way he did it, right? So I feel like more so than like championing his products or explaining his methodology, put some light on that case. Imagine being able to cure cancer or being able to cure 
any type of herpes, just all kinds. And of that's what things. he do. By and the that's way, that's what he did. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He used to send all types of, of vitamins up to the station. Uh, you had herpes? No, I said vitamins <laughs> to the station. <laughs> did you hear me? I said vitamins. Not anymore. To the he does Damn, <laughs> this guy's crazy. All right, that was part two of our interview with Nipsey Hussle. We're re-airing our interview he stopped through last year. And let's get on a, a Nipsey Hustle mini mix. Let's play a couple of his joints, all right? So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Nipsey Hustle mini mix. If you just joined us, again, rest in peace to Nipsey Hustle. He was killed over the weekend, and we're replaying our interview that we did with him a year ago, all right? So let's get back into that. Now, Nipsey, you were talking about Cardi and her wearing different colors. And nah, she but, wasn't a, a real... No, nah, that's not what I said. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Just because she's a woman. Yeah, I, I like real. Cardi B. Right. Cardi B did a verse for me. You mm-hmm. started it off saying, I like yeah, Cardi. Yeah, that's 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 a fact. Like, I, anybody don't like Cardi, they a hater. I, I used to watch her IG clips and be laughing like, this girl crazy, but right. her personality is golden. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But wrong is wrong, right is right, bro. That's what I grew up on. Mm-hmm. That love me, bro, gonna tell me, bro, you was wrong. Right. All right, don't tell me that in public. Wait till we get back to the hood. I might set off a melee, and we gonna fight with me. But when we get back to the hood, bro, that was bull. Don't do that. You gonna have us. You gonna get us in a wreck. Wrong yeah. is wrong. Right is right. That terminology she used is like real. And look, let me just for the record. That's how bloods talk. Mm-hmm. Bloods say crap. Bloods say float. Crips say slob. Crips say dead. Like if I was with all my homeboys, I'd be like, bro, give me a dead bull. That's how we talk. Mm-hmm. But. I'll be intentionally respectful on the record because we talking about a public environment, which is the music industry. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? We saw what happened with Death Row. Mm-hmm. So we gonna set trip in public? Y'all gonna get caught on camera squabbling. Mm-hmm. You gonna violate why you worth 300 million, Suge Knight? Mm. You gonna go to the pen. Pac, you gonna die. Right or wrong, that happened. That was gang banging, that was set tripping publicly. So we would be bad leaders to re, re, re create that. What about somebody like Takashi 69? I don't want to talk about other people for real, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I I feel I feel my own way about it, but God bless everybody, man. Get your money. You mm-hmm. feel me? I, what I said about Cardi, big asked me, and so I spoke on it, but I don't want to hate on Cardi B. Get mm-hmm. your money, Cardi. I respect what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, she done a verse for me. I see the Migos, I shake their hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I respect her come up. She came from the gutter. About saying disrespectful things on the uh, on IG, mm-hmm. I'ma always be like, that ain't the move. That's not that's not what you supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Now, do I tell you what to do? Nah. You get it how you live. If you like it, I love it. Mm-hmm. I just know me and mine, we're gonna move this way because I'ma always stand on what I do. So that if I walk into a room full of bloods and I ain't gonna be like, oh, they go to slobs. I'm not finna talk like that. Cause that's that's called being a cell soldier on some jail sh- You know what I'm saying? What's a cell soldier? A nigga that's in the cell popping it. Gotcha, because gotcha. you can't get touched. You hiding behind the the the, the cell. Where, where? You know what I'm saying? Pop the gates. Talk like that. Mm-hmm. If you ain't gonna talk like that, then keep it one way. I've been in a, a tank with a hundred bloods before. I'm from six oh crip. I ain't finna call the slobs to kill me. But I ain't finna I'm this is where I'm from, homie. You feel what I'm saying? And so, same the other way around. I, I've been in a, a dorm with a hundred crips and two or three bloods. And niggas ain't using that terminology. They not. That's just against the laws of nature. This is self-preservation gonna prevent you from talking like that. That's what I was speaking on. Mm-hmm. But for the record, and just for the New York bangers, I respect real everywhere, in every city and state. 
I, you can't take that from nobody. Gang culture came from out of L.A. That don't mean it ain't real in New York mm. that pushing a, a, a line as Bloods and Crips. But we got to be honest. We got to speak honestly. We can't be political about the dead and doing life for it. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. That, so that's 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 my stance on it. But so like I said, everybody get money, man. I respect Cardi. You know what I mean? She linked up with, with Wacko, one of my... A, 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 I respect. He a Paro. And, you know, I ain't mad at her. Do your thing. I just... My personal opinion, it's in your interest not to be public dissing gangs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unless you want to put your security at risk. Because it ain't going to be you shooting or getting shot at. You're going to be pushed into the car. You know, we, we were talking about uh, checking in. And and how do you feel about checking in? Because, I mean, it's, it's a big thing, especially in L.A. You know what I mean? Because... It's so open. I mean, you could drive in a block in L.A. One block, it'd be a sunny, clean block. Next block, you in the middle of the hood. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Checking in is, it suggests friendly extortion mm -hmm. when you say checking in. A relationship is different because we all need relationships. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure when you travel, you from New York, mm -hmm. but you got relationships all over the country. Charlamagne, you got relationships all over. Angela, I'm sure you do too. And a relationship, I don't, I don't believe in fake relationships. Mm -hmm. So it just establish genuine relationships everywhere you go, you'll be in a better position. And you do that off being respectful mm -hmm. and being, you know, you reciprocate it. Somebody come to your city, bro, you need something. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a car, some weed, you know what I mean? You want to go somewhere to eat, what you need, you out of town, I got you. Mm -hmm. Not just some protection, you feel me? So I I, I wouldn't say uh, the check-in, I don't know nothing about that, but just I got relationships in New York mm -hmm. that it's respect. When I pull up, you know what I mean? to make sure I got whatever I need. Same in L.A. I can get you from the airport, bro. You can take my car. You can come to my store. You can you meet my homeboys. You can get numbers if you any problems or whatever. Just call in. Or you want to know where to go eat at. That ain't because you had to. That's because, Respect. yeah, Respect. we yeah. It's strength in numbers, and we only from one place, right. you know? My, my, my last question for Nip, man, because mm -hmm. I'm riding in the car, and I'm like, boy, Nip going to get in some for this. You said that your mistress is Creole. How do you get away with that? Man, it's music, man. Oh. I said, I said, my wife is a C note. I said, this life is a free throw. My life, my wife is a C note, but my mistress is Creole. You know, that was a that was what, number one. I recorded that before me, before I had a girl for real. Oh, okay. I was in a right. That's that's the disclaimer. Right? Yeah, that's, no, that's a fact, though. I ain't just put, yeah, being political. But you. then again, it's music, man. Like my girl's an actress. If she kissing on camera, what I'm gonna be mad? Nah, do your thing. I love, is, I love the fact you said you're girl, so y'all back together, y'all good. Yeah, 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 we solid. Players right. f*** up too, man. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about <laughs> that. Right? That's, you know that's the reason I ask, because she don't play. Yeah, she no. don't run down on you. She oh, yeah, she me. ran down on, on Charlamagne. <laughs> you know, Charlamagne went hard, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, Boogie, 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 man, you know, she know how to defend herself and stand up. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, you know, um, she from L.A. She grew up. Um, a lot of people might think she got a privileged background. She ain't got no privileged background. They think she's new, new in real life. That's what they yeah. think. She's from Atlanta. Yeah, she's yeah. New, yeah, yeah. Nah, but she come from LA, man, and you know what I mean. She seen Charlemagne zeroed in, but she. I, I told, I told her, I told her from jump though. I'm like, you gonna meet Charlemagne and like Charlemagne, respect Charlemagne. You know what I mean? Charlemagne known for being honest and and you know what I mean, ruffling feathers. But I know his stance, and I'm like, y'all got the similar mentality in terms of like. What's right, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, she she got a lot of love and respect for you. Word. Well, yeah. we appreciate you joining us. Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. Now, Victory, Victory lap. lap. Yeah. And it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee oh. on the Breakfast Club.
Now, shout to Diddy. If you see Diddy out there, give Diddy a hug. Um, Diddy posted a picture of his ex, Kim Porter, and um, he posted a picture. He basically said he remembers her flying to see him for a video shoot, just talked about their love, how much he loved her, and people started leaving comments. I, and I'm, I'm tired of seeing Diddy go back and forth with these people because Diddy don't owe nobody no explanation as to why he did certain things in his life the way he did them. So one of the comments was, you had all this love for her secretly, but yet dated other women when she was living. Oh, God. Shut up. So Diddy responded, um, and then the lady was like, why didn't you marry her? Diddy responded, I was scared. And somebody else said, and you never married her. Why? Yes, I said it. You fake my opinion. Diddy responded, never fake. I wasn't ready, and that's that. I'm ready now, but it's too late. Too late. Don't be like me. Does Diddy understand that none of these people really care? They just are happy to be getting a, a, a response from Diddy? And somebody said, definitely should have made her wifey. Diddy responded, facts. Diddy, they only leaving those kind of comments because you're responding to people leaving those kind of comments. And then somebody says, but you ended up messing with J-Lo at that time. Diddy said, yes, I did. So what? Diddy responded to everybody, man. Man, listen, man. God bless everybody. Y'all wildin' for no reason. Leave people the hell alone. Let people Leave grieve the way that Diddy they want to grieve. alone, man. Let me shout out to Diddy. All right. Now, uh, Lil Wayne, he reportedly paid up the IRS $14 million. This hurt my heart this weekend. He was uh, accused of missing $7 million tax payment in 2011 and another $6 million payment in 2012. So that's a total of $14 million. This is another thing that hurt my heart this weekend. The reason this hurt my heart is, number one, it was so bittersweet because I felt good that the brother was able to pay $14 million in taxes. Correct. But how the hell do you end up owing $14 million in taxes? Please, Lord. But I mean, don't ever let I don't want to say that's position. a good problem, but you know, that no. means, you know how much money he had to make to owe $14 million? Yes, but it's not a good problem. Okay? Anytime you got to owe the IRS that, any amount of money is not a good problem. But $14 million? Come on, man. Now, there was rumors all weekend long that Jay-Z paid uh, part of that, or paid some of that. So I, I'm I not, no idea. I'm not sure, but I see those going around, but... I mean, $14 million is a lot of bread. And if you, you think, think about it, that was at the time, allegedly, where he wasn't getting his money from Birdman, and he probably, all the money that he made, he had bills, he had expenses, he has kids, that he was probably just paying all his bills until he got his money. So he got his money, and he cut I don't up. know what the reason Uncle is Sam to owe $14 million. All I know is that story hurt me this weekend. I okay? definitely called my accountant. I was like, are we good, man? Man, that's all you want to know sometimes. I just said, are we good? All right. And he said, yeah, we good, so I'm good. All right. All right, now, and lastly, Takashi's ex-manager, Shadi. Uh, do we have audio? No, we don't have audio of this, right? It looks like uh, he pleaded guilty. He took a, uh, I guess he took a guilty plea. And he's going to possibly serve up to 15 years in prison. All right, he um, is saying that Takashi broke every code and every rule out this mother effer. He said he's an ungrateful rat bastard. And that's pretty much it. Well, that's the streets. That's what happens in the streets when you live that kind of lifestyle. You know, you're going to end up one or two places. Jail or dead. Jail or dead. And so, you know, he, he's in jail. He does, does he, hopefully he makes it through his 15 years and he comes home a better and changed man. You yeah. know, because it could be a lot worse. He could be dead. That is true. You know? All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, Charlemagne. Today sucks. I just want you to know that. Monday, yes. today, today sucks. Nasty day. The fact that Nipsey Hussle is dead is, is horrible. Like, this really is a terrible way to start the month off. And every month is something new. Well, you know what I'm saying? You start off in January as something everybody can laugh at, like Soldier Boy. And then February is Jesse Smollett. Then last month is R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. Now, what did this month bring? Something that none of us want. This sucks. Yeah. Today's a horrible Monday. Just want y'all to know that. I'm not in the mood for nothing, to be honest with you. Well, you got to get your donkey to somebody, bro. Yes, I do. 
So I, I guess we can turn this into a teachable moment in some way, shape, or form. We need our guy, Omari Hardwick, to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. Maybe we can have a conversation about etiquette when it comes to, you know, uh, women and other men's women. Okay. Right? All right. Both. All right. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. All right. Donkey, the day is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy, and I'm excited to check out The Last OG. It's back with new episodes only on TBS. With Tracy Morgan, Tiffany Haddish, the show has me crying with laughter. And don't forget, it was the number one new cable comedy of 2018. Don't miss The Last OG, tomorrow, 1030, 930 Central, only on TBS. You get donkey at a date, yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey at a date, yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yeah. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Yes, Donkey today for Monday, April 1st goes to my guy, Omari Hardwick, uh, Ghost from Power. That's our guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Donkey today does not discriminate, and this is a very teachable moment. What we need to teach today is the proper procedure for greeting another man's woman. Now, I don't care if that woman is your friend or a complete stranger. I don't care if that woman's man is your friend or a complete stranger. It's just certain things you don't do when you greet somebody else's significant other or, you know, women in general. Now, I have to explain this to you because unless you are watching us on Revolt, you can't see the visual. Uh, I'm sure you saw this online, but the 2019 NAACP Image Awards was this past Saturday, and Sir Carter from Brooklyn and Your Highness from Houston, commonly known as Jay-Z and Beyonce, were in attendance, and everyone came to pay their royal respects. Now, I have had the pleasure and privilege of meeting Beyonce a couple times in my life, and uh, both times I greeted her, I looked her in her eyes, I shook her hand, I said, hello, peace queen, how are you? You know, introduce it to my wife. She shakes my wife's hand. You keep it moving. Why? Well, one, because to me, that's the respectful thing to do. Uh, I used to be an extreme hugger. Still am. But nowadays, if I don't know you like that, nope. Okay, I don't want to violate anyone or make them feel like they have to hug you because you went for it. I, I don't know Beyonce like that, so I would never... All right? I don't know what her greeting is. She's from the South, so she could be one of those women when you reach for her hand, she says, no, I'm a hugger. If that's the case, cool. You give her a hug because she told you to. Light little squeeze, keep it moving. Now, I highly doubt Beyonce moves like that with 95%. No, I'm going to say 97% of the people she encounters. You can't just hug Beyonce. You shouldn't just hug Beyonce. You shouldn't just hug any woman you don't know like that, especially when she's with her man. Show some respect. Okay, I don't, I don't do that to any of my homegirls. I don't do that to anybody's girl. The most I would do is give my homegirl a hug if she's with her man and there won't be no long, tight embrace. Something quick and to the point. But Amari Hardwick doesn't abide by those rules because as you, as you can see if you're watching Revolt, uh, Amari hugged Beyonce mm-hmm. and he kissed her on the cheek. Then seconds later, he kissed her on the cheek again. Now, this could just be me. But I felt like I saw Beyonce looking like, homie, you're doing too much. But even if Beyonce was perfectly okay with it, my brothers, no. All right, that is not proper etiquette when greeting someone else's woman. It doesn't have anything to do with her man being insecure. It's no twisted definition of toxic masculinity. You shouldn't do that simply out of respect. Respect for that woman's boundaries and respect for her man. Amari got a wife. I would love for someone to show Amari that video and ask him how he would feel if someone did that to his wife. Uh, Envy, what if a man did that to your wife? Um, if I was there like that, yes. I mean, we we'd have some problem. We have some furniture moving. He did. I ain't gonna say all that. Yeah, it'd be some furniture moving. He did a little too much. A little right? too much. Yeah. I mean, 
a guy's grabbed your ass in front of your wife. So that was a little bit too much too. So I just want to I just want to put that out there. He didn't he didn't grab she my didn't ass. She didn't see it though. He didn't grab my ass. He smacked my ass and said, "Good job." There's a difference. Oh. It's like, you know when you play basketball, psh, like no, it was I don't. Okay. Right. All right, forget. But uh I think Omari got caught up. All right. I think Omari got so excited to be see, see Beyoncé like a lot of people do that he lost his cool. But the reason this is a teachable moment is because we as men have to learn our boundaries. You should not feel entitled to kiss any woman once or twice. You know, without her permission. I was reading an article in New York Magazine by a woman named uh, Lucy Flores, I think you pronounced it. She was a nominee for lieutenant governor in Nevada back in 2014, and she told a story about former Vice President Joe Biden coming up behind her, putting two hands on her shoulders, leaning into her, uh, and kissing her on the back of her, back of her head. Now, Joe Biden says uh, never did he believe he acted inappropriately. If it is suggested he did so, he will listen respectfully. He also said that America has arrived at an important time when women feel they can and should relate their experience, should be able to explain their experiences, and men should pay attention, and Joe Biden says he will. He is absolutely right. And I hope Omari is not watching all this backlash and feeling defensive because I'm sure his intentions weren't disrespectful. But that doesn't mean it wasn't disrespectful. Intention is one thing, but impact is another. And Omari, when women are telling you that you did something inappropriate, like so many of them are telling you online right now, we need to just shut the hell up and listen. And fellas, we need to learn from the mistakes of others. Please give Omari hard with the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Now, feel free to tell me if uh, I'm, I'm I'm reaching a little bit or people online are reaching a little bit. Because okay. I just feel like that was improper etiquette to do. It was improper etiquette. I don't think he... I don't think he th- meant, meant to kiss her. Yeah, I don't think he meant to kiss her that close to her lips. Um, but I do think he was doing too much. But it could have been a lot of anything. It could have been, you know, they were at the NAACP Awards. Maybe he had a little too much to drink. Jesus Christ, you just going to say the man was drunk all of us? God damn. Maybe he was, because yeah, that's not like that's not something you do. Maybe he was nervous. He was kind of I think he was shocked because he was Beyonce. Beyonce. He was excited. Exactly. He was a little, you know, starstruck. That's all it was. Could have been that. That's what I think it was. I think it could have been, been a bunch of that, because he held it a little too tight. Like, see, held that was, it a little, a little too, too tight. tight. Yes, he did. See, that just tells me it was maybe, just me. maybe it was a little too tipsy. I see, thought it was just me. You don't me. do that to a normal person. You just ain't going to, no, you ain't just going to, you were like, all right, And keep once moving. again, where is Julius? Whenever we see Beyonce getting... Attacked whether it's by he a wasn't fan. Attacked. That's not attacked. That's not attacked. <laughs> whether it's by a fan, and I'm talking about the actual si- the fan. Remember the fan? Oh, with the fan attacked. Yeah, Where is it. Julius in these situations? I don't know, but he didn't get attacked there. But let's open up the phone lines, all right? 800-585-1051. What's proper etiquette when talking to someone's girl or wife? That's right. Think about it. You killed Silver for the same type of stuff, Ghost. I'm with you. I, I I like a good handshake. I look you in your eye. Handshake. And then every once in a while, somebody else say, hey, you know, we don't do handshakes. We do hugs. And then you just give them a little quick little hug. Oh, keep it moving. Let me count how long this hug was. Hold on count a second. Oh, can can Revolt play it one more time? Play, let me count. Let me see. Let me All right. See. There it goes. You know, he takes a picture with Hove. No, let me count. All right. Then he goes, kiss. One, two, two three. three. That's too many. Four, That's five. too many. Six. No, he didn't go that far. Wow. He didn't go that far. It was about four and no, a half. No, it was a six-second hug and two it's, kisses. See? Yeah, wow. That's too far. 800-585-1051. What's proper etiquette when talking to someone's wife or girl? Are just women in general. And lucky he ain't get pepper sprayed. Where, ooh, Where was Tata? Where was Tata? Where was Tata? I don't know. Call us up right now. It's Tata, the Breakfast you ain't Club. pepper spray somebody in a minute, man. <laughs> that's why stuff like this is happening. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne gave Omari Hardwick donkey of the day. Yes, man. And salute to 50 Cent. 50 Cent is listening to the Breakfast Club right now, man. 50, get your man, all right? Oh, man. Somebody passed the scrap the hove, okay? God damn it. My I can't goodness. believe that what I just witnessed. But I gave Omari donkey of the day because I just feel like he violated. You know what I'm saying? He, like he, gave, well, he gave Beyonce a six-second hug but and two kisses. But this is what I was thinking. This is what I was thinking, right? They they are pretty cool. They've been in movies with each other before, so maybe they are what cool. What movie was Amari and Beyonce in together? Wasn't in that movie together where she was a... No, because nobody... We would remember... First of all, Beyonce ain't been in that many movies for us not to remember. All right. I, I just feel even, like he violated them. And listen, it's not even about Beyonce being somebody's woman. Right. As a man, if you don't know a woman like that, you shouldn't hug her, and you damn sure shouldn't kiss her twice in the face. Not in this era. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, the, the, you know, it, it was it, it got to be like a two-second rule or something, or one-second rule. He was holding her for four seconds, then he double-kissed her. Now he got a little, ah, nah, Have nah. you ever met Beyonce? Yes. What, what, what did you, how did you greet Beyonce? I kissed Beyonce on the cheek. Wow. That was before Hove, though. That no, was way before that. I don't want to hear that. That was a nah, long time ago. Ty, Ty, send me the pepper spray. I'm a pepper spray envy for you. <laughs> she, don't even worry about it, Ty. <laughs> that was a long time ago. She came to the radio, and she gave me a, a hug and a kiss. It was like, hey, I, I, oh, I this had to be a long you. time ago Beyonce was doing radio. That, it was a long time ago. This is when I was on the other station. This, this had to be when Beyonce was doing Destiny's Child. Nah, this was maybe her first solo Beyonce album. Beyonce ain't did radio in 20 years. It was about 20 years ago, probably. Beyonce probably ain't walked into a radio station in at least 18 years. Let me see. That had to be about Beyonce has not ago. walked into a radio station in had the 2000s. Had to be 2000s. about 15, 16 years ago. Her and her mom walked in a, in a, in a radio station. I don't station. believe you. As a matter of fact, I was in the hall. It was WBLS. She wasn't. She must have been there for some charity. She was not there for. She was, <laughs> she was, there. She was not there for her no her interview or no nothing there. like that. All right, and then you'd be hard pressed to find a Beyonce radio interview. It was. It was during that time. She was actually there doing some reads or some drops or something like that. I've met Beyonce twice. Both times I've shook in her hand. That's it. And then I met I'm her in the club you, a couple even, of times. I wouldn't even think of doing anything else. And then when she was with Jay, I met her in the club a couple of times, and I just shook hands. Hey, good to see you, and kept it moving. That's it. And that's the way it should be. I don't know what the hell made Omari think that he could hug Beyonce for six seconds and kiss her twice on the cheek. You think you must think Jay-Z is uh, silver. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, how you doing, man? It's Nick. What's up, bro? Now, we're talking yeah, uh, Omari Hardwick, right? About this, yeah. What's the proper etiquette when talking to someone's wife, man? I, I personally believe you should just shake her hand. That's it. I don't think it should be. If she reaching for a hug, that's different. But you hugging her and kissing her on the cheek twice, that's ridiculous. That's what I said. If she says, yo, I'm a hugger, and she and you leaning for a quick hug, cool. But going in for the hug yourself with the two kisses? Stop being scared, man. Yo, oh, man. You from Brooklyn, that's how you acting? My bad. <laughs> Who you talking Who you to? Who you talking to, man? Now my coworker, man, he wanted to put in his two cents, but he's scared to get on the phone. Oh, uh, I was uh, like, I was like, I'm from Queens. Charlamagne from South Carolina. Hello, who's this? Yes, this is Tanya. Hey, Tanya, what's proper etiquette when talking to someone's wife? Envy, first of all, Uh-oh. you're very insecure. Yeah, you have insecurities. Why are you going to move furniture? And Charlamagne, you're actually reaching because... He's embracing a queen. You guys are taking it and blowing it out of proportion. Yeah, you ain't got to embrace the queen twice. And yes, I am insecure. I admit it. That's part of my whole thing of admitting. I don't think it got anything to do with insecurities. I think it got to do with respecting women's boundaries. No, it is. It is just insecurity because he's embracing a queen. We don't know what type of relationship they have. For you to go ahead and say, okay, he's kissing her too close. He's holding on too tight. Stop it. So you don't think you Beyonce looked uncomfortable stop. in no way, shape, or form? She did look uncomfortable no. after. Yes, she did. Did you no. see the video? No. I hope every man you meet today hugs you for six seconds and kisses you twice on the mouth. And I don't have a problem with that because guess what? What? Anyone that hugs me, 
I have to know them. No, 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 no. So you assuming no? No, you you guys are blowing it out of proportion, and so is actually social media as well. And you're encouraging it. You guys have to stop. So you don't think we should embrace? So you don't think we should? Yes, you don't think we should? Envy and Charlemagne, you have, you guys have got to encourage us to love each other. Stop I, it. I will. Yes. I'm going to encourage us to love each other, but if a group of women tell me that what another man did to a woman is inappropriate, I'm going to stop and listen. I think that's just common sense. No, it's not. All right. Charlemagne, it's not inappropriate. Okay. Well, I hope it's that... It's not inappropriate. I hope it is. We don't know. Like I say, I have to reiterate, we don't know the relationship that they have. Her man is standing right there. I don't think he was have a disrespect, Jay-Z, standing right next you, to him. You have a boyfriend or husband, ma'am? You have a boyfriend or husband? Yes, I do. Not- yes, I do. I'm actually married. Okay, now, if a woman came to your husband, kissed him one time on the cheek, and hugged him for embraced six seconds. him for six seconds, and then kissed him kissed again him on his lips. I have no problem because I'm secure with oh. my man. Oh, you no, have nothing to do with security. Okay? But I'll no tell you what. I'm, I'm secure within myself. Yes, I you hope. guys got to stop. I hope stop that you it. get hugged okay. by every man you meet today and kissed twice, okay. and I hope and by Friday you got a mean cold sore and the flu. You just you just wish herpes on a woman? This guy just wish herpes on a woman. 800-585-1051. Rup, pop. What's proper etiquette when talking to someone's wife? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne gave Amari Hardwick donkey of the day. Yes, for violating uh, Beyonce's boundaries. I, I don't know, man. Maybe this is just me, but I just feel like we as men sometimes, we don't realize how we make women feel. And I, and I was just reading this article from the New York Magazine a couple of days ago about Joe Biden and how, you know, he walked up behind this young woman. I think her name was like Lucy Flores. Yeah, he said he didn't do it, though. But Well, no, he didn't say he didn't do he it. He said, he, no, he said that he didn't feel like what he did was inappropriate. I thought he said he didn't recall doing nah, it. Nah, he, he, be- he said he does not believe he acted inappropriately, oh. but he said if it's suggested I did so, he will listen respectfully. Same mm. way I don't think that Amari Hardwick meant to disrespect Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? I just think that sometimes we as men, we just do things, and you know, we, we feel entitled to things, and sometimes we overstep our boundaries a lot of it. Right. And I think that in this case, this is what Omari Harwick did. Now, I said they were in a movie together. They were actually in the Family Feud video with each other, Beyonce, Jay, and Omari. So may, they might be, they might know each other well, and that was, hey, I know you well, but I still think it's a little too much for me. For just because I put you in a video, it don't mean that you can hug my wife for six seconds and kiss her twice. It was four seconds before. Now six seconds. Well, it's worse. It's worse. Two kisses off in four seconds. I was giving you at least three seconds a kiss. But if you give f- two off in four seconds, you wilding ghost. Well, let's go to the phone. We have Angela on the line. Angela, good morning. Good morning. Good now, morning, Envy. Good morning. We're asking, what's proper etiquette when talking to someone's wife? Hands off. Period. Hands off. Period. You know, I don't think staring hello goodbye like you said. Look at them in the eyes and say hello and keep it moving. In the hood, we all know that. That's something where you don't have to say. You know, it's just done out of respect. And I think as far as with the uh, Amari thing, I think that St. Patrick character is really getting to his head. Like, I think some men feel as though they're entitled to treat women this way when they get into a certain position of power um, in the hood and in the movie business. You know, I'm making a certain amount of money, and I'm able to treat women like this. You know, and women I, put themselves out there. It's clear that Beyonce was kind of, you know, distraught by it. Yeah. You can tell by it. I wouldn't say distraught. She didn't like it. She was uncomfortable to look like. You know, the women in the nation of Islam, you know, you can't even shake those sisters' hands. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you're supposed to just greet them. 
politely and keep it moving. Like, you can't even shake them sisters' hands. Nonetheless, hug them and try to kiss them. Hello, who's this? What's going on, man? It's Legacy. Legacy, what's up, bro? We're talking about what's proper etiquette when talking to someone's wife. Listen, first of all, I want to say rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Absolutely. Um, first things first. Yo, Omari, he's bugging, man. No way should he be kissing nobody's wife twice right in front of the dude. Yeah, that you was wild. What I'm saying he gave her, he gave you said it was six seconds, a six second hug. That was far enough. Then you go and kiss her twice. Nah, no way, man. No way. Furniture's moving. See, I'm with you. I, ain't say, I, mean, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a situation to fight over, but I do think it's disrespectful. You gotta check him. Yo, I, I think it's disrespectful to do that, even if that's not somebody's wife or somebody's girl. Like I just feel like exactly. you're doing too much with a woman when you're doing all of that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The double kiss, and then you kiss my wife close to the lips, man. Come on. Yeah. Somebody kiss your wife close to the lips. You mean to tell me that furnace is not moving? I'm with you, bro. Y'all brothers acting like y'all ain't mad that Amari did a double kiss, but y'all get mad and want to fight when he do a double tap. You know what I'm saying? He do it. He do a double tap on one of them pictures and like it, y'all mad. So imagine how y'all feel over a double kiss. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, man. All right, y'all. Thank you, bro. So what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is know your boundaries, man. That's all. Like simple as that. Know your boundaries, and it don't got. Ne- it, it does have something to do with Beyonce being somebody's wife, but also just don't be violating women in that way. Don't listen to that young lady who told you it's okay. I'm not taking those chances in 2019. I'm with you. Mind your goddamn business. Shake the hand, say hello, keep it moving. Peace, uh-huh. queen. No, you're absolutely right. All right, well. All right, when we come back, we got rumors. Of course, Angela Yee is out of town. She's in the Bahamas, but we'll tell you about J. Cole. He's going to be an executive producer of someone's album. I'll tell you about that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy, and I'm excited to check out The Last OG. It's back with new episodes only on TBS. With Tracy Morgan, Tiffany Haddish, the show has me crying with laughter. And don't forget, it was the number one new cable comedy of 2018. Don't miss The Last OG, tomorrow, 10.30, 9.30 Central, only on TBS. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Now, people were surprised when J. Cole brought Young Thug on tour, but now it looks like he will be executive producing Young Thug's new album. I don't think I'm here for that. Why not? Young Thug, uh, young thug is nice. He yeah, gets busy. Young Thug is super dope, but I don't think he needs J. Cole to executive produce his album. Like, nah. Why not? It might sound dope. Mm-mm. No. I'm not interested in that. No. That don't sound right. J. Cole makes a certain tone of music. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, and, and I like J. Cole's music, but it's like when you're riding around, when it's not raining, so you turn your windshield wipers on and the what? windshield wipers are going. Or if, you, or if you wake up one morning and you feel like you want to do some spring cleaning, you know what I'm saying? You throw some J. Cole on, you know? That doesn't seem very exciting. I don't want to hear J. Cole executive produce Young Thug's album. That's my point. He's not exciting enough to produce a Young Thug album. And, and who turns on the windshield wipers when it's not raining? People who listen to J. Cole. <laughs> no, you're an idiot, man. Now, also, why be an almighty J? He talks about him, uh, his attack when he was in the city. You know, the young man who uh, he was beat up and robbed. And uh, he actually talks about it. After the incident happened, I ain't gonna lie, I was laughing about it. I'm like, they got me. I let them get me, they got me. But it's like, what do we do? We don't do nothing and we just act weak and like, all right, you took an L, you got your ass beat. Or I'm like, this is how I get paid. It's my career. I'm about to drop a song with the stitches in my face because everybody want to see him. I knew it was my fault. I didn't have no security. 
I don't have a problem with that. That's his life experience. If he wants to share his life experience through music, I don't, yeah. I don't see the issue. But, I, you know, it's he was on Fifth Avenue. He was at, he was shopping in one of the the, the richest areas in in the, in the U.S. What that mean? I, I wouldn't expect to need security there either. When y'all Negroes gonna learn, you can get it any and everywhere. Nah, no, you're right. You're absolutely I got, right. I got punched in the back of my head right here in Tribeca. Well, they know where you were. They were coming. To, that was they were coming to hit. That was a hit. Man, shut up. They were, like, they were coming to get you. That wasn't a mistake. That was like, oh, there's Charlemagne. Oh, let me punch him in the head. They was like, we're coming to punch him. That in the head. is true. They had the cameras rolling and everything. See that? You're right. They yeah. are. And they put that video out, edited with graphics and everything. Now, what time you got and punched in the head? The first punch in the head or the second punch in the head? Second punch in the head didn't end well for that young man. It did not you end well that. for him. You saw that video. Yeah, it did. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, yeah, Come on now. Did, did your boy put some squads yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. Come you on did. now. Yeah, you two-pieced him. Okay, was, was he like, bigger than me? Yeah, he was way bigger. Okay, come on now. But then when we went back in there and he and he popped back up, we thought he had a gun and we, I definitely did. <laughs> we got out of Dodge. Got the hell out of Dodge. He's damn right. I put, I put it on him pretty bad. Was he not bleeding? He was bleeding. Was he laid out for a while? He was knocked out. By okay. the time you came up and got me, he was still on the floor. I just want to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. There's no. Well, where's the video? You got the video? Nah, this dog got the video. I don't, got I don't, I don't have no need to put that out. I didn't want the first video out. I'm not I'm, I'm not in the glorifying that kind of stuff. That's, right. that's corny to me. All right. And lastly, we got to say rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. He was uh, <laughs> killed, murdered over the weekend in L.A. Uh, he was in front of his store, Marathon. They say somebody walked up to him and shot him a couple of times. It was three individuals that were shot. Nipsey Hussle, all three were rushed to the hospital, and he uh, died. R.I.P. to the good brother Nipsey Hussle, man. Um that he's just a, a a great dude, and I know a lot of people like to say things like that when he passed, when people passed. But no, Nipsey Hussle really was everything that he said he, he was, was. A good dude. He was about he was about higher learning at all times. You know what I'm saying? He was being a better, becoming a better version of himself, and you know by being a better version of himself, he was becoming a better man for his community, and it showed in all of his actions. Correct. So please, also, man, show that man some respect. You know, show his family respect, show his friends respect, and stop saying he was killed by the government or he was killed because of the documentary he was doing on Dr. CB. That's very insensitive to his family and friends because the streets already know who did it. Nipsey got killed for the same reason. Tens of thousands of brothers get killed every day, and that's for nothing. So right. Some senseless street nonsense. I guarantee you it's going to be somebody from the hood, from that same community. That he probably knew. Exactly, because you mm-hmm. can't just walk up on Nipsey Hustle, especially in that area, in front of his store. Guarantee you Nipsey knew the guy who did it, and it's about nothing. Like it usually is, man. So, so rest in peace to that the good brother Nipsey Hussle, man. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely rest in peace. And the last tweet he put out before he was killed was having strong enemies is a blessing. Yes, that was his last tweet. But best believe though, the streets already know who did it. So, you know, young man, you can either turn yourself in uh, or get killed in the street. Either way, it's not going to end well for you. Yeah, they say all. he ran off on foot. Uh, there was a driver waiting for him, and they believe the driver was possibly a female. So. Mm-hmm. All right, well. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. That's something. I'm going to be honest with you. They sucked. They yesterday, does. when I heard that news yesterday, it sucked. It did. When, I hit, when I'm coming into work today, it sucked. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's nothing you can really say about Nipsey Hussle other than rest in peace and that he was a great, great, great brother. Absolutely. A great individual who the sky was the limit yeah. for that young man. All right. Well, rest in peace again. We're going to start off the mix with his joint. We played a uh, mini mix earlier today, so we're going to start the mix off with his joint. Now, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys later. Everybody else, the People's Choice mix is up next. We're going to start it off with some Nipsey. And don't forget, if you missed a donkey, we're going to get that back on. All right? So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy, and I'm excited to check out The Last OG. It's back with new episodes only on TBS. With Tracy Morgan, Tiffany Haddish, the show has me crying with laughter. And don't forget, it was the number one new cable comedy of 2018. Don't miss The Last OG, tomorrow, 1030, 930 Central, only on TBS. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, again, shout out to all the troops out there that listen to us on the radio. Uh, I was out in Bahrain uh, over the weekend DJing for the troops. Had an amazing time, so shout out to all the troops. Those are the troops that they uh, guard the uh, water space uh, by Afghanistan to make sure that there's uh, no situations and no problems. So shout out to all the troops out there. And also shout out to everybody that came out to uh, my real estate seminar uh, we did one in Miami over the weekend, uh, just teaching people about real estate, teaching them, you know, what they need to do if they want to invest in real estate. And not only that, bringing the plugs, I would say bringing the plug, that's what I call them, to the actual seminar. So if you need to fix your credit, the person is there to help with your credit. If you need lending, financing, whether it's hard money lending or conventional lending, we bring that person to. If you need to find deals, we bring real estate experts from the area and, you know, in, in the areas that we invest in. So... Shout out to everybody that came. We had over close to 700 people. The power went out in Miami, and nobody left. We did it in the dark, and everybody, it was a great turnout, so shout out to you. The next one we're doing we're is in Detroit. Supposed to do it in the dark. What? Supposed to do it in the dark. Shut up. The next one we're doing is Detroit and then uh, Atlanta. So it's where we buy properties. I own a couple of houses in Detroit, a couple of properties in Atlanta. So we're just teaching people about real estate, and hopefully you guys can get in real estate and create some wealth for your kids. All right, man. We got to start, you know, being able to pass pass things on to our kids other than hurt and trauma. Absolutely. Because that's all we passing on to our kids nowadays. Absolutely. And rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle again. So sad, man. I don't even, I don't even, I can't even believe we keep having to say that. Like, I like, this, this, this one hit a little different, bro. It did. I ain't gonna front. This one hit a little different, man. It did. And well, uh, rest in peace, Nipsey. When we come back, we got your positive note. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. You got a positive note for the people? Yeah, man. Uh, I just want to say rest in peace to the good brother Nipsey Hustle again, man. And mm-hmm. I want to tell everybody out there that's grieving or they're feeling grief is fine. You know, grief is not a disorder. It's not a disease or a sign of weakness. It is an emotional, physical, and spiritual necessity. And it's the price you pay for love. The only cure for grief is to grieve. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?